Hello, this is Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer. Welcome home. Soar into tower. We are ready for takeoff. Manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, it's Amy from DVC Clubhouse. Hey, Clubbers, it's Scott from DVC Clubhouse. Hey, it's Kathleen from DVC Clubhouse. Welcome aboard, it's Phil from DVC Clubhouse. Hi, everyone. It's Amy with the DVC Clubhouse. We are back for another week of the Debrief Podcast. I'm joined for you. Nope. I'm not joined for you. Say the magic words. This is Amy brought to you. No. I can't take it anymore. Stop it. Now you threw me off. (laughs) Take seven. Joined. By always, with my coast, coast to coast, mother. Oh, sorry. She is joined by everybody. Let's get down to business. Hey, everyone! Welcome back to the Debrief Podcast, brought to you by DVC Clubhouse. This is Amy, and I am joined this week, as always, by my co-hosts Phil, Kathleen, and Scott. Everyone, please give me a round of applause because I managed to get those words out of my mouth after 10 tries. (laughs) So welcome, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome aboard, guys. Episode 10, we're into the double digits. Oh, my gosh. we're, We're veterans now. You'd think that I would be able to do the intro by now without messing up a million times, but You would be wrong if you thought that. It only took six tries. We're proud of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, again, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. If this is the 10th episode that you've listened to, well, thank you very much. We are so happy to be able to have these conversations and that you all seem to enjoy them. So today's topic is one I think that everyone is going to enjoy. I know that it's something that I have been looking forward to talking about, and it is our favorite pools at Disney World. Are, now, are, are we, we're just doing DVC resorts, right? Is that, is that what we're talking about today, guys? That's the list that I have that I wrote down. I don't know. There's some good ones outside the DVC resorts. I feel like we at least need to give them a nod. There's a lot of honorable mentions there. All right. Well, let's start with with the DVC resorts. And then we can, if we have some honorable mentions that we'd like to throw in there, we can do that. Phil gave us the assignment last week to make a list of of our favorites. And As I was going through my list and and doing my homework, as I was instructed to do, I realized it's really difficult to kind of just like pick one. And it's not because like, oh, they're just all so great. But it's because I feel like there are different categories of pools. There are pools that serve different needs. And depending on what it is that I'm looking for in a pool, I will have a different preference. So 
I kind of, in my list, I kind of went for what my overall favorite pool is, what my favorite quiet pool is, what my favorite water slide is, and then jotted down some pools that I think are just worth mentioning because of one or two things that they might have that make them stand out a little bit, but might not be at the top of my list. So what was your methodology, Kathleen, when you were compiling your list? Um, I just wrote down all the DVC pools, uh, like the quality, like the food they have, the pool bar, the slide, how busy it gets. So that's kind of how I narrowed them down for me, at least. So did you rank them then based on on those things? I didn't rank them. I just have my like top three, but all the other ones I did not rank. I just like have little side notes of how I feel about them all. There's that word again, feelings. We always get into our feelings when we're talking about anything Disney related. This is kind of like therapy for all of us. Emotions here. (laughs) What about you, Phil? What was your uh, strategy in developing your list? So I've got my favorites, which I find difficult to rank because I have both pros and cons with all of them. I've got my least favorites, and I can give reasoning behind those. I've got my favorite slides, and I've also got my two favorite quiet pools. So you and I were very close in our thinking. All right. And what about you, Scott? I uh, did my assignment five minutes before we decided to do this podcast. So I'm just kind of looking at Kathleen's notes right now. So you're cheating. Um, Pretty much. (laughs) My perspective is a little different because uh, I don't swim. I guess you would call me not a strong swimmer, so I don't really look at it in terms of like how big the pool is or how the slide is. I kind of look more towards like what Kathleen said, like the pool bars and things like that. I ranked it on the slides too. So with that said, Phil, why don't you tell us what your favorite pool is? I feel like I, 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 I'm going to guess this one, maybe. It's tough. See, I have four favorite pools and they're favorites for a variety of reasons. So if we're just sticking with feature pools, I'll talk about the quiet pools later. My four top in no particular order are Wilderness Lodge, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, and Polly. So the Polly is just an amazing aesthetic. It's an incredible pool. It's got a reasonably good slide. It's got very good close by quick serve and it's at my home resort and the music is just amazing. Wilderness Lodge is again, same thing, fantastic feature pool. You've got the waterfall that empties out of the lobby into the pool. It's great to swim around. The slide is reasonably good. Storm along Bay is storm along Bay. And I can actually hit that with a con later on, but who doesn't love the sand bottom pool, the lazy river, the only problem with that is that it's so expansive. And if you've got little kids, I know a lot of people who book that resort specifically for that pool. And just thinking about my kids when they were like two years old and four years old, and that pool is giving me stress just sitting here. And I think my top favorite pool, believe it or not, is probably Boardwalk. I think it's a fantastic pool. The slide is, I think, the best slide on property. You can see the entire pool the only downside to Boardwalk is I think their quick service by the pool really kind of sucks. Kathleen, what about you? What's your what's your number one? Uh, I'm going to agree with Phil. My number one is Boardwalk Pool. I just like the atmosphere there. I love the slide. It's my favorite slide on property. 
Um, the last time we were there, we did get food at the bar, and I didn't. I thought it was pretty decent. I don't remember. Yeah, all one and a half options. <laughs> well, you can go to the pizza window. It's not far. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just I like I just like the atmosphere there, and the pools or the I'm sorry, the slide is is great. My second favorite. It, it's kind of hard. Um, I really want to. I really want to put Polynesian up there, but I just don't because it's always so crowded when we go. So that that's why it did not make my top three. The crowds are brutal at that pool. There's no doubt about it, and there are people sneaking in all the time. They don't guard it as closely as they do Storm Along Bay. So you see a lot of people just kind of showing up, and you hear conversations to the side about where they're really staying. But I will point out that like your favorite pool over at Grand Floridian, the key to that pool and what ranks it so highly for me is where else but Grand Floridian and Polynesian can you sit by the pool or in the water and watch the fireworks at night? That's just key. I have great pictures of my kids waist deep in the water with a dole whip in hand watching the fireworks over the castle. That gives it some extra bonus points. That's probably my second favorite is the Grand Floridian pool, the courtyard pool at that. And my my third is, and I just really lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little bit tired. What was my third? I think it says Old Key West. No, it definitely nope. does not say Old nope, Key West. Um, wow. The Turtle Pond Pool. So Boardwalk is my first one. Grand Floridian is my second one. Hmm. Animal Kingdom. It's not Animal Kingdom. It is not. Um, oh, it's. I'm probably going to say Beach Club only because I really enjoy Hurricane Hannah's, um, and I do really, I do like their slide there too. I think those are my top three. Can we talk about how you have to cross a street and leave the whole pool yeah, area to use I mean, the slide? That's what knocked it down in my estimation. It's a little annoying. Well, Beach Club was probably going to be fourth on my list, but that changed um, when I had to take uh, Boulder Ridge out because now that they don't have my favorite um, food over at the Geyser Point to go, it really it's kind of depressing to sit over there and not be able to get food that you really want from over there. Um, but I do, as uh, going back to Boulder Ridge, I really do like that. I don't know what are those called? Not not cab, not cabanas, but uh, what are they called? Yeah, they're they're kind of like cabanas. Yeah. But they're what's great about those is and and Boulder Ridge is is on my list. But those are great because you don't need to reserve right. them. So if you get there early enough, you can get one of those covered areas that have a cushioned couch and club chairs and a and a um, coffee table so that you can be in a shaded spot to eat. And if you're there with your kids and you don't want them in the sun all day, but you want to be at the pool all day, those are great. Those are a great option. Yeah, they are. Are you really boycotting Wilderness Lodge because they don't have your chips anymore? I might be. I mean, That's pretty serious. Those were really good chips. <laughs> and the stuff that they replaced it with I mean, in my opinion, it, it's not that it, it's really not that good. I mean, that was the the best food option that I think that they had there, other than the the burger, the bison burger. But I mean, even the waitress said it was their number one seller, and they have no idea why they got rid of it. So yeah, it's a little disappointing, you know, when you like something and they take it away. So Scott, what about you? 
Um, I think I'm going to go with Grand Floridian as my number Shocking. one. Shocking. Try not to be shocked. Yeah, I know. Which one? The Courtyard or the... The Courtyard. What's the other one called? The one by Pine Key. Is that Courtyard? Yes. Yeah. I can't think of what the name of the other pool is there. Uh, I don't know. But the D- the one at the next to the Villas building. But I picked that one because of what Phil said, the fireworks at night. If you could just go in there and just watch the fireworks, you can't really beat that. I like Polynesian. I don't really mind the crowds that much, but I think, again, what Phil said about them having really good quick service option right next to it, the downside for that was the slide for me. I did not enjoy the slide at the Polynesian because I believe it's all enclosed. and It's partially enclosed. Partially? Okay. And then number th- and it's fairly short compared to some of the others. Number three for me was um, anything in Animal Kingdom. I enjoyed Jumbo and I enjoyed Kadani. I think both of those pools... I don't know. I just, I think they're quiet. They're not overcrowded. The slides are both good. Kadani has a great pool bar with a lot of good food options. Um, that's it. I think Boardwalk would make an honorable mention, but Stormalong Bay didn't even make my list. That's funny. I feel like I'd, I'd love to swim in the Animal Kingdom pools, and I feel like we got gypped because the last time we were there, it was January, and it was bitterly cold, and it was raining cats and dogs, so we never got to experience the pool, and I almost wonder if that will soften me a little more to Animal Kingdom because everyone speaks so highly of the pools there. They're both good. I like both, but I think if I had to pick one, I would probably give a slight edge to Kadani over Jumbo just because of the the pool bar that they have. Yeah, I, so, so for me kind of go down the way I, you know, I, I broke this down on my list is for honorable mentions, I put Kadani and Polly. Kadani, I think has a great water slide, a fantastic splash area for kids. It's a lot of fun. I mean, when my kids were little, we used to, I used to play in there with them because they had water cannons and it was, it was a lot of fun and they have a great pool bar. So I really enjoyed it over there and it was never overly crowded. I find Jumbo to be just kind of boring. I don't, there's nothing really about it that is that exciting to me. It has, I joke that their water slide is more like a water ramp. It's just short and not steep. (laughs) And it's kind of just like you just scooch in to the pool that way. You don't really like take a long journey down a slide, just kind of scooch down on your butt until you're in the water. I'm calling it a water scooch from now on. (laughs) <laughs> and you know i i have on paper polynesian should really be like my favorite but uh, there's just uh, there are a couple of things about it that bother me a little i feel like the placement of the bar is kind of awkward compared to like the way that the whole pool is it's kind of like in like the armpit of the pool. <laughs> do you know what i mean and I also think that the placement of the bathrooms is a little strange at the at the because aren't they like through the tunnel there? No, they're right next to the bar. Actually, I would say that they're one of the better placed bathrooms of all the pools because they're easily accessible from right inside the pool area. But isn't it like under the waterfall area and it's like always wet over there? Nope. You just walk right past the bar on your left hand side and the bathrooms right in front of you. Yeah, I don't know why I'm what I'm thinking, but um, have you been peeing under the waterfall? 
Because <laughs> that's what you're talking about is going under the waterfall. No, and now no. I'm asking Plus, some questions. I don't know. My, my I, Maybe my memory of the bathroom is just doing strange things. But Maybe you had too many lapus. And... <laughs> Perhaps. I just, to to the point that you mentioned before, I find it always crowded. I feel like it's really difficult to find a, a lounge chair in a place that has a view that I care about. And so I just find it like I'm often kind of like sitting in a place with a terrible view and there's like a lot of people. And even though you've got Captain Cook's right there, I don't know. I just feel like everything is kind of just a little bit awkwardly situated, like not right exactly where you want it to be. It's like a little bit off from where you would want it to be. But aesthetically, it's gorgeous and it's beautiful that you have the view of the beach and the bungalows and the castle in the distance like that's that's all really pretty so that's why it's on my honorable mention list also i find to your point again phil about the water slide it's kind of short it's it's only partially enclosed which i feel like if it was going to be that short they should have just enclosed the whole thing because then at least it would have felt a little bit more exciting but it's just kind of anticlimactic so those are my honorable mentions. Another pool that I have to mention for the water slide is the paddock pool at Saratoga Springs. That water slide is so fun. Every single time I go and stay at in the paddock section of Saratoga Springs, I hang out at that pool, which is it's relatively small compared to other pools that have water slides in them. But that pool has a great um, snack bar. They have, you can get breakfast there, you can get lunch there, they serve coffee. And the water slide is just so fun. It is fast. It it kind of just like twists in one direction until like the last turn, it twists in the other direction. So it really like throws you up on the side before spitting you out into the pool. And it's really fun. And you can typically get a great seat there. You can see the whole pool from anywhere that you sit. They have a section that's covered. So if you want to be not directly in the sun, you have a place to sit that's that's covered. And the bathrooms are conveniently located. I'm a big fan of that pool. Um, so for, just to be clear, it, it, you did say that you like that slide because it throws you up and spits you out. I did say that. That is just correct. Just checking. Okay. Accurate statement. Um, and then... I was thinking about quiet pools because although I am a water slide maniac, there are times when I just want to be able to sit quietly at the pool and relax, read a book, not have a ton of kids running around, not have to deal with the madness of feature pools. And and we've mentioned them both. I mean, I think this is pretty standard across the board, but the courtyard pool, because not just because you can see the the fireworks at night. But the Courtyard Pool at Grand Floridian is one of my favorite places when I'm staying at Grand Floridian to sit and have a cup of coffee in the morning, to just lay on one of the lounge chairs, see the palm trees, just kind of take take in the surroundings of the Grand Floridian because it's it's so pretty and you see everyone kind of walking by starting their day. So, you know, I, I love it there. And I love that you can, they don't have actual cabanas, but they have these reserved seating areas that you can, um, that you can book where you would have weight service. I think that's a great pool bar. And uh, and then the Boulder Ridge pool for the reasons that, you know, we talked about before. I mean, aesthetically, like I love the theming of the Boulder Ridge pool. 
I think they did a great job. I prefer that pool to the feature pool at Wilderness Lodge because I just think from a theming perspective, they just nailed it. It's a it's a really fun vibe there. And the fact that you've got Geyser Point over there and typically, I mean, I, I feel like the last time we were there, they didn't come around and take drink orders, but I have been there where there has been wait service where they will come and take your take your order and bring you your food or your drink. And I actually really love the Geyser Point, one of the sa- the salads they have. They have a portobello salad, which for me, like when I'm sitting poolside, is like a perfect thing to eat because it's not too heavy. So I Speaking really love... of throwing up and spitting out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I really love the Boulder Ridge Pool. I do need to give a kind of like an honorable mention to the Beach Club Villas Pool because that pool, it, I, I wish that it had a small snack stand where you could even just get drinks because that pool always has ample seating. It's just, it has like some, some tables that are covered so that if you do grab food at the beach club marketplace, you can sit in in a shaded area and eat it. It's just very relaxing that pool because it is typically, you know, if you're staying at beach club villas, most people want to be going to storm along Bay So that pool is always empty. And when I do any race weekend and I stay at the Beach Club Villas, I love going to that pool after I've finished the race and I need to soak my body because there's typically nobody there and I can just really relax and it feels like vacation there. And that is a spot where I feel like the theming of the hotel, if you've ever been to Cape May, laying at the Beach Club Villas pool, I really feel like I'm at... The I think it's called like the Congress Hotel, maybe in um, Cape May. I, I, I'm going to look it up when when somebody else is speaking later because it's going to drive me crazy that I'm I can't think of the name of it. Maybe it's just the Cape May Hotel. I don't know, but anyway, it looks architecturally. It's you know it's totally got that vibe. I love it there. So that that's an honorable mention for me. And also we mentioned this in the in the holiday episode that. That pool, the Beach Club Villas pool, is decorated at Christmas time. So I love that, too, so that I can be, like, laying at the pool but still have Christmas decorations around me. It may not be big, fat pigs, but it's very pretty to look at nonetheless. Um, And also, I love that breezeway that you have to walk through to get to the pool from the villas. I think it's so pretty. Like, it just kind of fits into that, like, beachy theme, and I love it. But overall, my favorite pool... It, it has to go to Storm Along Bay, and it's for various reasons. I mean, it's it kind of sounds cliche to to make it number one because it's like always on ev- the number one on on most top lists. But there are certain things about it that for me really kind of like set it apart. And the first is that overall, I feel like it's really got the feel of being like a resort pool. Like it's not just a pool at a hotel. Like it really feels like you're at a resort. And it's, to use your word, Phil, it it is expansive. It it spans the length of basically like half of Beach Club and half of Yacht Club. And it's situated right there across from the boardwalk. So it's got really pretty views. It's just architecturally, I love the Yacht Club and Beach Club. So just having that that pool with that backdrop is so pretty. The cabanas there are amazing. I stayed at one. Um, I rented one and, and Scott and Kathleen joined me for the day. There's a video on 
YouTube on on our YouTube channel for that. If you want to check it out at DVC Clubhouse on YouTube. But that was a great experience. It does have that water slide is amazing because the fact that it starts and you're just going straight downhill without turning, you get all of this momentum. And then as it starts to twist and turn, you're like getting thrown up on the sides and then thrown up on the other side. And it's got the waterfalls coming down. And so that is a super fun water slide. And it does have the lazy river. And Hurricane Hannah's is awesome. Like, there's just so many elements. Like, I think that it checks so many different boxes for what a fun... If you really want to be able to spend a day at the pool and feel like, you know, it's it's going to be engaging for more than, like, an hour, Storm Along Bay really, you know, kind of checks all of those boxes. So, I mean, I, I guess it's cliche, but I think it's number one for a reason. And 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 that said... I I totally know what the drawbacks are, you know, like that lazy river is very deep. The fact that you do have to leave the pool area to use the the water slide is frustrating, especially for parents who have younger kids. And even for someone who, like me, who is an adult without kids who love to use the water slide, the fact that you have to walk over, like you have to go barefoot and you're walking across this walkway that's like very gravelly. It's uncomfortable on your feet. And you can't bring your shoes over and just leave them there because you'd have to walk back barefoot. So that is something that is definitely annoying. But I do enjoy that they check bracelets and that you have to be staying there because while that pool gets very crowded, it does help to make sure that you're like managing the the crowds there. Because some of these other pools like Boardwalk, while like on paper, I like love that pool. It's just to me always just it, it can be like people soup. And I mean, I don't know if it's that it's right there off the boardwalk or, you know, what it is. And maybe it's because it's the villas and the hotel all using this pool that's not all that big, but it can really get crowded. And that is, as as we know from the, ho- the holiday episode where Magic Kingdom and Grand Floridian are my least favorite at the holiday times, I think that the crowds at at the pool at Boardwalk are just a little overwhelming for me. It's funny you say that about Stormalong Bay being so expansive and covering so much space and checking all the boxes. I've often said that I think that is a resort built around a pool versus a pool built for a resort. There's no doubt that as nice as both of those resorts are, both Beach Club and Yacht Club, along with Beach Club Villas, the highlight of that entire resort is in fact that enormous it's almost a water park versus a pool for resorts. Like they just planned out this enormous water sports area and then built rooms around it to support that. You did bring a a couple of other points though. As far as the poly pool, one thing I forgot to mention is the kids splash zone. I think it's one of the coolest kids splash zones that there, there is on property. They've got their own little water slide. They've got the water cannons, the buckets pouring down. It's a fantastic spot. One thing I, I will say, I initially said that Polly and Grand Floridian were the only places you could watch fireworks, and that is not true. I have a ton of photographs of my kids floating around the Lazy River with the Epcot fireworks going off overhead. You can see the higher Epcot fireworks from Stormalong Bay, which is pretty cool. And you mentioned that Boardwalk is people's soup, and you're not incorrect. But one of the best things about that pool compared to others, regardless of what time of day we have shown up at that pool, there has always been ample seating 
because you have all sides of the pool plus that tiered space that goes up to the side that has rows and rows of chairs. Good luck trying to find a chair at Wilderness Lodge, at Polly, at Stormalong Bay at noontime or two o'clock in the afternoon. In fact, there are people going down to Stormalong Bay at seven o'clock in the morning laying towels on top of chairs to save their spots. No matter what time of day we have walked into Boardwalk, we have always found seats. They may not be the closest to the pool. They may not be the best seats, but there have always been seats available. I've had two instances over the past two years where the only seats I could find at the boardwalk were on the other side of the snack slash bar building. And and that is just like a huge bummer for me. I mean, it's basically like I'm staring at a wall. And so, I mean, I think that's why, like, in my head, my, my two most recent experiences there were not great. So it's it didn't make the top of my list. But there is seating that I feel like many people are not aware of at uh, Stormalog Bay, which, again, may not be very convenient if you have small kids. But to the left of where Hurricane Hannah's is, but to the right, like in between Hurricane Hannah's and the um, water slide, there is kind of like a a staircase that goes up to this like gazebo area. And there's a bunch of chairs there and and tables with chairs. So you've like chaise lounges and tables and chairs. And I've always, if Stormalong Bay is very crowded, I just head right there. And that place is um, almost always empty. And it's got a great view. And it, it's kind of nice because it's away from some of like the craziness of the crowds of Stormalong Bay. Because I mean, it, it also can get crowded. I think the fact that it it like kind of whines all over the place, like, you know, it might not feel like it's as crowded. But it, that kind of upstairs, I, I always call it upstairs at Stormalong Bay. We call like, it that's the sun my, deck. Yeah. So it's, uh, so that's, that's a great spot. It's just the little kids aspect that kills me. We've been there numerous times and we love that pool. But if you've got little ones, you better be attached at the hip the entire time they're there because it is extremely easy to lose them in that complex. It is. And, and so I think that if you are, a family with young kids, there are a couple of of pools that I think are really outstanding for for um, families with young kids, and Kidani is one of them. If I were still a family with little kids, that might be my top three because it is, like I said, that splash zone, it like their water play pad play area, whatever it's called, is is great. It's a lot of fun. It's got a great water slide. But it's also, um, you know, it's got that zero entry or what's that called? Like the infinity edge or I, I don't know, the zero entry, zero point entry where, you know, you can just walk right in and it's small so that you can also see the pool from it from every angle. So that's definitely one where I think that if I, you know, when when my kids were little, I loved bringing them to that pool because it felt manageable. And I think that's like the thing that you want to know the most is that like it's just you can manage it. I think that Stormalong Bay is can be unmanageable with with small kids, especially if you have one wanting to do one thing and the other wanting to do a different thing, because it is so expansive that those things are completely opposite from each other and kind of difficult to get to. It's like you're walking over bridges to get to places in, in, in different points at that pool complex. and. That it, it could be very challenging. 
And it's not even two areas. You have three distinctly separate areas inside that pool. You have the sand bottom pool. Then you have the lazy river, which is cold and deep. It is extremely deep. And there's a whole backstory to that we can get to a different time. And then beyond that, you've got the water slide and the pool that the water slide dumps into that typically has the volleyball net and everything else set up. So if you've got two kids, you better split forces if, if you've got two parents there because they could be in any one of those three or they could be crossing the street to the water slide or they could cross the street to the water slide as happened to us and I'm standing at the bottom of the water slide and they just decided they were going to do the kitty slide for 15 minutes and I'm losing my mind. There's a lot of places to get lost inside there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to say another pool that I find to be a little overwhelming in terms of crowd versus size is that uh, pool at the Grand Floridian with the water slide. That water slide is also a lot of fun, but that's a relatively small pool that gets very crowded. And so I kind of feel like they they needed to make that pool bigger than it is. I mean, and that splash area, it looks cool, but I think that they needed to expand the pool and maybe lose the splash area because that the fact that that's where like the main cabana rentals are I think was an oversight too, because it's just so crowded and loud over there. So I, I I feel like they could have done some work on that design when they were building it to make that pool a little bigger. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the courtyard pool was once the feature pool. And then the new feature pool kind of got shoehorned in there with existing topography and everything else. So I think maybe that messed with a little bit, which is what makes the courtyard pool so impressive, is that was once the main pool. Too bad the cabanas aren't in the courtyard pool. I think they would do better over there. Yeah, I mean, I guess they put them over there for the families that wanted to be able to have their kids go down the water slide. I mean, they could have put two there and put two at the courtyard pool. And I think that maybe that's why they added those reserved seating areas to be kind of like makeshift cabanas. So that you get the service, but without the full amenities. I like the slide there. Cabana. I just, if I had to pick, I'd much rather go to Courtyard Pool any day. It's just, you're right. It's it's so busy over there, no matter what time you go. Yeah. And I, and I find, Phil, I, I found it interesting that you put the feature pool at Wilderness Lodge on your list. I mean, I, I, I cannot deny that it's gorgeous there. But that's one that I just always felt was like kind of small for being a feature pool. I actually I think that the that's another water slide that I consider to be more of a ramp than a slide. Yeah, that's definitely a scooch. So I mean, I think I think it <laughs> I think it benefits from the beauty of its surroundings. Bingo. But the pool itself is just kind of meh to me. I think that the grandeur of the buildings that are just looming above you as you're in that pool, the coolness of the geyser going off behind you at timed intervals really lend to that pool being at the top of our list. Again, it comes back to the feels. I agree. I think it's a smaller pool. I think the water slide is adequate at best. You know, I, I would put that up there and I know they get compared all the time because they are very similar, but that's right up there with Grand Californian for me. It's absolutely beautiful aesthetically. You've got Craftsman Grill. You've got the Sequoias that are built in, but the water slide sucks. There's zero seating. The pools are not that nice, but it's beautiful to sit there. Well, and the Grand Californian pool has the nice cushions on their, on their uh, chaise lounges. 
and they make sure that anybody coming in has a wristband so they can't soil those cushions with people just wandering in off the street. That is probably the most heavily guarded pool I've ever seen above and beyond Stormalong Bay. It, and so, it, I mean, it is small, but it feels a little bit more luxurious than any of the other um, DVC pools, I think. Well, I think that, and it's a great segue, I think that is probably why when we talk about quiet pools, the Boulder Ridge pool when we are staying there is inevitably where we end up because it's just removed enough from the crowds. It's an absolutely beautiful pool. It is almost never crowded and it's an easy walk from Boulder Ridge. It's just a short walk coming out of Copper Creek. I would say six times out of 10, if we're at Wilderness Lodge staying at either of the buildings, whether it's Copper Creek or Boulder Ridge, we end up inside that Boulder Ridge pool. And I think that's why it just gets too crowded. I think that to me more than Polynesian becomes a people soup pool. Yeah, it does. A- another pool that, I-, I mean, I can already hear Scott rolling his eyes, but the feature pool at Old Key West, um, it's a it's a decent size. And while the water slide was built after the pool, so it was kind of like an add-on, so they, you know, they added it to that pool and they they made it look like that sand castle so they could build the stairs like into that. That water slide is a lot of fun too. That that's that's one of the more fun water slides. You and, know the best part of that water slide? The sauna underneath. So the sauna is not in the water slide. The sauna is across in that lighthouse. The sauna is in the lighthouse. It was funnier my way. Slide. <laughs> I know that I, I've never, I don't even know if that thing is operable. I mean, I see it. I'd have never seen anybody go in or come out. And maybe if you go in, you just don't come I've out. I've more I don't know. steam off a pot of water on the stove <laughs> than I have out of that. And I'm, uh, not, I'm crapping I, on this, but uh, a week from when we're recording this, like to the minute, I will be on final approach to Orlando and I will have to look at that pool for 10 straight days. And there are just so many other pools I would rather be looking at for that entire trip. My kids loved that pool. That was one when they were so younger. Mine. I mean, not, what is it with kids in this lighthouse pool? I don't know. I mean, I think I do think that the water slide is a lot of fun. I think that they also kind of like that you go inside to go up the stairs. Like it gives us this kind of like fun, adventurous feel that you're going inside and walking up these stairs and then, you know, cu- coming down this enclosed, this enclosed uh, slide. It's fun. When and they said they wanted to go to Old Key West, they specifically mentioned the pool as one of the reasons. And I looked at them thinking that maybe they had finally figured out sarcasm, but they were serious. <laughs> but it's pretty there, too. I mean, you've got the palm trees all around you. You've got the, you know, the Sasagula River or, or whatever it's called over in that part of of Old Key West. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty and I think that it's conveniently located to the um, quick service and to the bathroom. So, I mean, I, I do give it some, some points there. The, the really that the one detraction from that pool and I'm making fun of it, but I don't think it's a bad pool at all is I get that it's centrally located at hospitality house, but I feel like my kids have to walk literally down the street to get to the pool versus just crossing from a hotel or through a lobby or across a courtyard you're quite literally walking down the street with the cars and the buses and the golf carts going by you over bridges and it's not easy to access. So that kind of throws me a little bit. I don't feel like a it's a resort pool like we're used to resort pools at Disney. 
Right. I mean, I think when you think back to our conversation about Old Key West and I gave my monologue, as as you said, um, and I was talking about how it was kind of designed as a more traditional timeshare. And if you look at the traditional timeshares in that area outside of Walt Disney World, they're all kind of designed in the same way that um, Old Key West is, where there's a main pool that is centrally located to the lobby and to like where like the the resort store is. And then each kind of little neighborhood has its own quiet pool um, so that if you want to be able to go to the pool without having to walk down the street, you can go to your like kind of neighborhood pool. But if you want to be part of the activities and the snack bar and the pool bar, then you have to then you kind of have to schlep over to like the the feature pool area. And it's not just timeshares either. I mean, all the condos that we've been looking at purchasing there for the last six months, they all have that same feel where there's groups of buildings and then there's the pool that is accessible to the condo association. Everything in that area is set up exactly that way. Yeah, I mean, I do have to give them credit when they built Saratoga Springs that they gave each area's pool a personality versus just being like, a square. And now, I mean, I, I take it back for a minute because initially the pool that was over where the paddock pool is, it was just like a square. It, it was just like a regular kind of like one of those pools that you would find at Old Key West. But they then built it up to make it a, a more attractive pool with a water slide and a snack bar. But the fact that they, you know, the grandstand, people love that area. They love that pool. The paddock pool Congress Park, like they each kind of have like their little own personality, which I think they realized that if the feature pool was going to be far away, they there wanted to be something a little bit more of a draw to want to go to the pool that's located right outside the door of your your building. All right. So moving on, what about our least favorite pools? Well, I was going to say that the glaring omissions that we have not yet discussed have been Bay Lake Tower slash the Contemporary and Riviera. Those are exactly what were on my least favorite pools. Yeah. Those two are probably on my, yeah, definitely least favorite pools. So I have my own reasons. Why would you guys omit them slash list them as your least favorite? Uh, for me, Bay Lake is just boring to me. It's just boring. Riviera, um, it, it's busy. Well, we've been to both. Uh, then the main pool, it's it's really busy. Just, I don't know. I think it's just too busy. I don't know. I didn't really, it was kind of boring to me there too. The quiet pool, if I had to pick one, I'd rather go to their quiet pool than the main pool. Both of them are just boring to me. What about you? Yeah, I don't think uh, Bay Lake I'm trying to think like if there's anything special about that. The slide is kind of boring. Yeah, there's just really nothing like the the food options are boring. And then Riviera, I will give them credit for Bariva. They have some very unique, I guess you would say, snack options there, pool bar options. We've waited quite a while for it. Though. Yeah, if you have somebody come, that's any pool bar though. They they take forever when they they take your order, but the actual pool bar there is kind of unique with their their food options. I know they have those sticky wings. People love those. The drinks are different, but I find that I just don't enjoy 
any of the drinks that they have there. But the slide, do you like the slide at Riviera? I've never been on it. Um, slide at Riviera reminds me very much of the slide at Vero. It's just kind of like a tower that you walk up yeah. and then it just yeah. winds around like a central kind of. So it's to me, it's the same slide, but with just a different aesthetic to it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything bad about Riviera. I just don't think there's anything that makes it, uh, you know, like one of those places that stands out as yeah. far as pools. What about you, Amy? I think for me, my main issue with the Bay Lake Tower pool is Bay Lake Tower. <laughs> it be, the building. It's just really big and it and it's like looming over the pool area. So it depending there are very few angles where you can look like be lying by that pool where you're actually like looking at the sky. <laughs> I feel like so much of the view is obstructed by the building. And that is a, a drawback for me when I'm laying at the pool. I want to be able to like be laying back and seeing blue sky. And, and instead I'm just seeing this big circular building kind of blocking my view. So that, cause, cause the pool itself, I think that if it was in a different environment, might be a little bit more appealing because it's it's a nice shape. It's not a boring shape. It's not like super tiny. It fits people well. The slide is kind of fun. And like the kids love it because you go through that tunnel so that there is like that element of like thinking that it's cool. And that pool bar is really like just it's talk about boring. Like it's just a boring pool bar. It has very standard food options. And in terms of the drinks, it has that standard Disney World drink menu that you see at every single one of the pool bars. And, you know, but I feel like other pool bars have their own like special drinks that at Bay Lake Tower you just don't get. And I don't know if it's because it's a DVC resort. I mean, that being said, it is nice that there is a pool bar there because... Like I said, Beach Club doesn't have one. And even Boulder Ridge. I mean, Geyser Point's kind of far. So, it, I mean, it is nice that it is right there. It's just not super inspiring. But, yeah, I think my the main issue for me is just the building. And I think to some degree, that is also my opinion of Riviera, that Quiet Pool is also, I mean, th three sides of it are surrounded by the building. And so there it's like you're, you know, it's kind of obstructing your view. There's not a lot of scenery to look at. And the feature pool, it's weird because the, I, I feel like the quiet pool is actually bigger than the feature pool. And maybe they did that on purpose because of of just like what the theming of the hotel is. And you wouldn't necessarily find like some elaborate water slide themed area. You know, at not the exactly the most kid friendly resort of all the DVC properties. So. Yeah. So, and you know, and the pool slide is, it's fine. I mean, I, I do think that the fact that they have some additional offerings on their menu at Bar Riva, it does make it a little bit more of an appealing place to go. But I think overall, again, you know, I guess maybe it's just how I feel about staying at a hotel where you're at a pool and all you see is the hotel building. It's just not, you know, it's not as aesthetically pleasing. Like, it doesn't feel like you're, like, on vacation. It almost feels like you're at a conference and you've just snuck away from a meeting for a minute and you're, like, lying next to the 
to the hotel. So I think you guys nailed it for me. My problem with Bay Lake Tower, number one, is I think there's just no theming to the pool. And I think, unfortunately, that has been my argument against Bay Lake Tower. And and we almost purchased there. We love the access. We love the history of it. But just like the inside of the tower, there's just a decided lack of theming there. Just some bright blues and odd colors aren't really a theme. As you said and it's funny because I think when I compare it to Riviera, they're the exact opposite. So Bay Lake Tower, I feel like, is a very cold pool because the sun is blocked out so often by the giant tower around you that you don't get a ton of sun sitting by that pool or swimming. Where Riviera, at least the main pool, my biggest problem, and I think I've mentioned it before, is there. I feel like there's nowhere to hide at that pool. When the sun is overhead, you are just in the middle of, of nothing. It, there's there's no trees. There's not much shade. You're just baking both in that courtyard and at the pool. What I will say is probably one of the funniest memories I've got at a pool was Bay Lake Tower. So we, the last time we were down there, my wife, we back it up. We had a trip planned there, I think four weeks prior to. And about six or eight days before we were due to leave, my wife took a tumble rock climbing and broke her ankle pretty badly, actually required surgery. So we had to put the vacation off. So we got her to the point where she could travel, but she was in a scooter. She could not swim. Her leg was elevated. She was on painkillers. It was pretty ugly. And then we go to lunch at Rainforest Cafe. And of all things, she breaks a tooth on a piece of bread at Rainforest Cafe. As if Rainforest Cafe is not a bad enough experience to begin with, she then breaks a tooth. So now she's in a scooter. It's a cold day. The kids are coming unglued. They want to go back. She's got a broken tooth. Her ankle is swollen to three times its normal size. We get him back to the hotel. Like, sweetie, I'm just going to take the kids down to the pool. You can take a nap. By this point, she has just lost it. She has reached her limit. It's, it's done. So we get everyone dressed, and I take them down to the pool, and we're sitting at the edge of the pool, and some woman is talking to my daughter, and she says, where's your mommy? My daughter is probably five or six at the time with a straight face. Says She's up in the room having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> out of the mouths of babes <laughs> yeah, that was the same trip that we had the picasso incident in the bay lake bathroom but that's another story altogether oh so that was a that was one for the record books that vacation oh that that was a trip you know i i feel like just to mention real quick i think that it's hard to kind of like talk about dvc resorts without just bringing up Alani for a second because of that pool complex. I mean, I think that that you talked about um, how Stormalong Bay was kind of, you know, the yacht and beach club were like hotels that were built to support this pool complex versus the other way around. And that's kind of like, I mean, it would be a little bit of an exaggeration to say that's how I feel about Alani because there's so much more to that resort than just the pool complex. But my one kind of complaint about that resort was, and having been to Hawaii a number of times and stayed at places where you walk into the lobby and it's an open air lobby where you can see out to the ocean. When you walk into Alani, you walk out and you walk in and it's kind of like somewhat open air, like it opens to the backside of the resort and the Waikolohe Valley, which is what they call the pool complex there, um, so that you're looking at 
all kind of man-made structures versus like looking out at the ocean. But it is this like massive pool complex that has two water slides, a lazy river, a splash area, a scavenger hunt. You know, it's just got all of these different like little nooks and crannies with snack bars and pool bars. And it's just like a it's like a whole complex that is built for families, which if you have older kids would be is amazing. And if you have younger kids, you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where where to go. Like there's no place where you can go where you can just keep your eye on your kid because they could be snorkeling. They could be inside a a water slide. They could be on the Menahune Trail. I mean, they could be anywhere, which is why I opted to spend my days at the beach because it was just a little bit less chaotic. But I mean, that that's an impressive pool complex if that is if that's your thing. Is there lazy river deep like beach clubs? No, it's not. And their lazy river is much longer than beach clubs. I mean, beach beach clubs is basically like a circle that you go round and round. That one is a little bit more of like a kind of really like a river, like it kind of meanders around the the pool complex. And you can enter it either by like certain entry points where you enter via staircase or one of the water slides, the it's like the tubular something or other. It is you go down the slide on a tube and then it shoots you out into the lazy river and you can either exit or you can continue to float through. Which is really, which is really nice too. But but at Elani, it's it's similar because you've got these like two massive towers on on the side. But the lobby building is is shorter, so you do have a view of the sky and a little bit of like the mountains beyond that. That's a pretty impressive pool complex. You know why the lazy river is so deep at Stormalong Bay, right? No. So wasn't when they going? To... Go ahead. Yeah, I think you've got it. Yeah. So when if you look at the original brochures that were put out for that resort as it was being built that was designed to be a snorkeling area with a saltwater habitat for fish and coral and and everything throughout what they found even prior to opening was that they couldn't keep the chlorine out of the saltwater environment and nothing could live so they changed it into a lazy river versus a snorkeling habitat that's why it's so deep oh interesting a little bit of Disney trivia for you there, folks. Yeah. I don't break it out often, but I am the Disney history geek. <laughs> that doesn't surprise anyone, I don't I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I'm a geek. Um, I'll admit to it. So what about non-DVC resorts? I mean, we've kind of hit on hotel sides of DVC properties, but for those resorts, like, um, you know, I think that the Caribbean beach pool area is pretty cool. They've got two water slides, one one's longer than the other. They've got a great pool bar. They've got hammocks. They have an amazing uh, pool bar, Banana Cabana. We like it there a lot. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I've never stayed there, but everyone that stays at Coronado says that that's an absolutely fantastic pool area as well. You know, back before they built the Grand Destino Tower and it was just those casitas, so that was the whole resort. Um, I ate at the Maya Grill and it was it was earlier on in my my Disney World career um travel career that pool I thought looked so awesome the fact that it was like the the pyramid 
just so, so cool, so well-themed. That has that always stuck out in my mind early on when I was like first like kind of discovering Disney, like exploring, like every time I went and saw something new and my like mind was just like my mind was being blown over and over. When I went there, that was the experience I had was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like how immersive is this theming and how real does it look? And at the risk of giving Scott any further encouragement, I do need to give an honorable mention to uh, Old Man Island at Port Orleans. Well, you can't beat that pole. No, you can beat it. I don't know if you can beat it for a moderate, but it, it can be beaten. For a moderate, That's I think. the one at Riverside, right? Yeah. That's, um, yeah, I think the one at... Uh, French Quarter? French Quarter. It's called like Dubloon Lagoon or something, right? Is that the name of that one? Yeah, I mean, I think that pool is just phenomenal. It's got great water features. It's a large pool. There's a lot of seating. It's it's very pretty. I think for a moderate pool, that one to me is at the top. I like all the moderates. I think there's something to be learned from all the moderate pools. I don't know what it is about the theming and everything, but they just all stand out for me. Um, Coronado, fun fact, they have the biggest jacuzzi on property, 22-person jacuzzi at Coronado. Um, but they have probably one of the better pools. I mean, it would probably rival any of the DVC pools. And like we talked about Caribbean Beach, it's one of the best ones that I've seen with Banana Cabana. But those Port Orleans, both Riverside and French Quarter, there's really nothing wrong with them. I feel like when they built those resorts, they knew who their target was and that they were really targeting your, like, average everyday family that was going to go and go to the parks, but was also going to want to just like be able to chill out at the resort because maybe they're not going to buy a, you know, length of stay pass or whatever it used to be called. And they wanted to give them the opportunity, like a, a good pool to be able to hang out at. And all of the pool bars at all of those resorts are great. And they all have like pretty decent dining options. Um, so I, I, I mean, I feel like they, they really did it a really good job with those moderate resorts of kind of like incentivizing you. It was like almost like their way of getting you to spend more money, you know, like when you look at the value resorts and, you know, knowing that you're just getting like a food court and a kind of like a themed pool, like a, a very loosely themed pool. It's more like a decorated pool than a themed pool. But for like a, you know, if you bump it up a little bit more, you get this, amazing themed pool with a water slide and pool bar and great dining. I think that they were they were really, really great and intentional about the moderate resorts. I think they did a really good job. And that was all done during like the early 90s when Michael Eisner was there and all of these resorts were springing up that were just like so great and so well themed. Well, I believe Caribbean Beach came first and then you had Port Orleans, which was one of them at the beginning was Dixie Landings. So I think there's a reason that those went so overboard in the beginning. It was part of Eisner's big push to get more rooms on property and, and get people off the, the iDrive and, and 192 off property kick. Yeah. And I think that's why they, you know, they wanted to make sure that the pools, the dining and like the pool bars there were going to be great because they wanted them to be able to go to the resort and stay there. If they weren't going to spend the day at the park, they wanted to make sure that they weren't leaving the property. They were going to dine there. They were going to swim there and be able to make a vacation out of just staying at the resort. All right. 
Any last thoughts from you guys? I know Amy has to get up early and go to Costa Rica to bring me back a monkey. So we want to get her moving tonight. That's not code word for anything. That's just a joke. I mean, it's not a joke that I'm going to Costa Rica. It's not a joke. You're bringing me back a monkey. (laughs) I am going to Costa Rica. I'm actually going on a non-Disney vacation tomorrow. But I'll I'll see see what I can do about the monkey. (sighs) Any last words for you? No? You don't have any, Scott? I don't have any last words. Pools are great. (laughs) (laughs) It's not your favorite. For once, ladies and gentlemen, Scott does not have to have the final say. Pools are great unless you're at Old Key West. That is all. Well, on that note, on that predictable ending, (laughs) thank you everyone again for, for joining us on a rambling, meandering conversation about pools and DVC and Disney. And until next time, we'll DVC you real soon. Bye. Bye, guys. See you guys. And so our journey comes to an end. Oh, no, please. Can't we go back to page one and do it all over again? Started this thing together. And that's how we finish it. Because that, my friends, is where the magic lives. Happily ever!